So guys, Film on the Rocks is back. If you don't know, Film on the Rocks has been Colorado's essential summer event for over 20 years, featuring live performances and movies under the stars at the iconic Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater. Uh, the summer series combines some of the best in culture, views, and cult classics. It's really a movie experience like no other. And right now, uh, they've got movies such as Top Gun, airing July 20th, The Lost Boys, Goldeneye, Legally Blonde, Independence Day, tons and tons of classics. May through August, they have 21 drive-in movie options. Great for a date night, great for a family outing. It's a state-of-the-art 55-foot LED screen that these movies are shown on. And if you want to pack as many people into your car as you can, you can do that for just $59.50, which includes a dope snack pack with candy and soda and sometimes free packs of beer. What's better than a drive-in movie uh, during the summer? So you can view all the information that you need at denverfilm.org. They've got all the details for each viewing there. Make sure to check out denverfilm.org. Here we go. Here we go. Coming in. Coming in hot. What is up, everybody? And welcome to a hump day edition of the DNVR Guess what podcast. Day it, is. it feels like a hump day. <laughs> it, is, it does feel like a hump day. <laughs> what a slump day. A sl- well, you're in a slump day. I can tell. You're slumped in your on, chair. Bro. I just got a lot going on. My mind's erasing. The only thing Eric loves more than his work is telling people how busy he is. Well, he just works so much. At some point, it's just the only thing to talk about, just how busy he is. Are you just going to sit here and take the slander, or are you going to fight back? No, I'm, I'm hyping him up. I'm saying he's, he's one of the hardest workers. I was secretly hyping him up, What a bunch too. of bullshit. He's arguably, arguably the hardest worker at the company. What a bunch a of bullshit. A lot of people All are right, saying uh, Welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> uh, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it right now. Use promo code DMVR when you do. And you can win money just like I did last night on what? even odds. The Suns are favored by six, but DraftKings are good friends. They gave us that deal. Yeah. Plus 100 if you bet the Suns to win at home in game one. Of course they were going to win. They did right. win. They won comfortably. They won and I got with rich. Giannis playing and looking better than expected. It's very true. That's yeah. very true. Um, we're going to talk about that game here in a little bit. We're also going to talk about... The Nuggets, their G League team, the Grand Rapids Drive, has a new name. We're going to reveal it live on this show. I guess it's already been revealed, but we're going to reveal it to you. And then we're going to talk about Jamal Murray was in Phoenix, guys. Took a very interesting photo. Took to Twitter to explain the photo. There's a little bit of there. We're going to play, is it a flagrant one, flagrant two, or common foul? <laughs> and then, of course, the uh, the real topic of today's show, Usman Garuba. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I gave him a little Mexican flair there. I think that sounds good. I mean, he's not Mexican. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, in any way Mexican, but Usman I get it. Usman Garuba. Yeah, but... Um, uh, he's probably never eaten Mexican food. Um, yeah, a little spoiler alert. We'll get there to this in the final segment today, but might be my favorite guy we've done so far. We've only done three. Very interesting. But I I'm, I think I might be a Garuba fan at this very moment. Yeah. Um, a lot to like. My hour of research has really... <laughs> and I'm stretching it when I say an hour. Um, and then, of course, at the end, guys, Wednesday's the best day because we always snake draft and we have a good one this week. Yeah. D- despite what D. Lennon Harrison said when I came <laughs> up with the topic. Comedic actors. Comedic well, actors. You can probably tell if you watch the snake drafts, Adam picks the topics usually. Yeah, it's true. And Adam and then he loses. used to work in <laughs> movies. So a lot of You these think topics, I have an advantage? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, I like this. Nobody's absolutely. ever credited it. Um, but first, guys, we're going to start with the big news today. The Denver Nuggets have unveiled a brand new Ooh. G League team. They were the they were the Grand Rapids drive because you have the, you know, the Detroit Pistons, you yeah. know, Motor City, whatever. 
you can't we can't stick with that now that you're the Nuggets. You have to come up with some kind of pun. I always thought that the Miners would be the best one, but I'm not surprised they wouldn't take that. It's a little racy, I guess. It could be a little weird. You know, it could be a little strange if you're saying minor. The word like minor kind of sounds more of like in a child way. Well, but it's a different word. It's spelled differently. I mean, it's an occupation. It is well, an occupation. <laughs> they didn't. They were never going to go with what I thought was the right. perfect one, but they did go it was with the easy choice. In my opinion, a very good one. Yeah. Drum roll, please. Go ahead, Kale. Un. <laughs> Kale, we got. Kale, Kale has. No. Kale, we got to work on our timing here. It was an unveiling. Kale has no no panache. Uh, no it's, panache it's the. Uh, Panacious. It's the Grand Rapids Gold. It's the Grand Rapids Gold guy, as you, as you knew well ahead of time. Um, they got the new logo. Wow, this is so anti-cool, man. I was so excited for the drum roll and everything. Um, there we have it. A logo and a name. Harrison, scale of zero to ten. What are we giving the name and I, logo? I think the gold's a great name. I really do. It's simple, to the point, sticks on everything about the Nuggets in, in terms of a theme. Um, just four letters, nice and short and sweet. <laughs> One uh, syllable. Yeah. The gold. Um, I really like it. I mean, it's the second team to ever be named the gold after the LA gold in Entourage, of course. Um, but <laughs> I really like the what Grand Rapids gold. This is exactly what I was hoping for when I threw it there. Yeah. An Entourage drop. Um, I, I really like what it. What are the LA gold? I don't, I don't watch it. It would have been the I mean, NFL team right that Ari Gold was going to take to LA. He that, named him after himself? Yeah. Yeah. In the show, he's rich enough to own an, a football team. He would have been one of the owners. I, I wow! Yeah, the Denver Gold has existed in Denver before uh, for the Arena Football Team. Oh, really? So the third, or maybe it was just a let's, was it Arena? It was not the one. The United LA States ran. Football League. Yeah, it was like a, it was like one. You know, like every two years, there's some challenger league that crops yeah, up yeah, to, of to, course, to yeah, take on the NFL, yeah, and then it like yeah. there's the XFL, the whatever. It just comes USA Football. This was one of those. The Denver Gold. Yeah, I really like the name. The logo. I will defer to D-line, but probably need some work. So, did you want me to go in or did you want to? Well, I had a little joke I was going to crack, but go ahead. Go for it. Okay. So, I put this on Twitter. I give the name a 7 out of 10. The gold. I think it's okay. Around 7, not like a 7.2, 7.8. Uh, I don't, th yeah, I give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of non-plural names for sports teams I, I don't really like the heat yeah because if we're gonna have to do the thing like when yes. we write it it's like it yes no, not they yeah. it, yes <laughs> it, it paints you into some so weird true. corners grammatically that is true um yeah. as far thematically yeah, he's the best gold i've yes. ever seen yeah yes. like the top so gold right 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 top yeah. gold like wow we really yeah we need to really rally the gold mr so that, gold mr you know what i love it now <laughs> I'm 10 out of 10. <laughs> Mr. Gold? Holy smokes. I haven't really followed this all the way. Oh, I can't wait to name the first Mr. Gold. <laughs> dude, you know who's Mr. You know who's gonna be old Mr. Gold? Who? Bull Bull, dude. Bull, Bull. Mr. I mean, and it's if, gonna if be he's Mr. Gold, that's gonna, a good thing for Bull, us. Bull Gold? Holy yeah, there's smokes. a lot to go there. I yeah. this is the greatest name that's ever been conceived. Uh this uh, logo not great. This looks very like much like uh, something that would be conceived by uh, somebody that put a Western Union logo underneath it and served it up as a T-shirt. It the, definitely, the it definitely is one Western lo uh, Union logo short of a T-shirt, a it playoff T-shirt. <laughs> the the other thing they've got going on is like the same. Even the score. That's what you're yes. seeing. Is it was? Well, uh, this is supposed to look like Honda a gold, Motors. This I is think, supposed actually. to look like a gold bar. 
Um, you, oh. you, get, you get the reflection. Oh, that's there's what not we bring much D-line de- in yeah, for. Yeah. Not, not a ton great. of depth going on. They, that is what their their attempt is to get that uh, beveled edge. Is that that beveled edge of a mm. gold bar. I don't know if you've noticed in the R's they have a river. Um, for oh, can it, you zoom in on? That? Can we zoom? Yeah, in, in, the, in, yeah, in, in the counter there. form of the R, which is uh, yeah, there's a. Oh, presumably a river, potentially a road, but I, a river would make more sense. A rapid, maybe. Yeah, um, it looks like a rabbit. It does <laughs> it not look. Kind of like does. I mean, oh, like the you know a little bit. Grand rap rabbit. The, the grand rabbit's gold. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what the signif like what is being signified by the red on the top of the in the bottom of the basketball. Uh, Probably I think just, just the Nuggets colors. Yeah, I think just that, yeah, where can we yeah, put yeah. this? Flat so it's red. like fine. Yeah, uh, this this to me like I mean, it, it, am I going to race out and buy gold uh, stuff with this logo on it? Absolutely not. Um, but you know what? It, it's like it. This I feel I feel at peace knowing that this exists. So this is what's funny about you and I is that. You like are the art has to like sort of earn your loyalty and you're like, you know what? It's whatever my when I saw this, I was like, I got to go out and get a gold, a Grand Rapids gold shirt or, you know, I, is, I'll get see, a jersey or something. At some this point. is a yeah, you're 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 captive of the thinking that uh, has propelled the nuggets forward for almost their entire history where they're like, I'll just be holding to loyalty. Yeah, here. you're like, <laughs> right. And then meanwhile, like nobody wants to wear their gear for years because it's yeah, like, ugly. True. It's like not like the, there's nothing like that exciting about this logo that I mean, I. You're not to wrong. Be fair, You're not to be wrong. fair, like yeah. we, you know, there could be more to this. We've not seen the entire. There could be a whole suite of logos. There could be other things that, that go along with it. Like right now, that's a lot to imagine on a hat. Something that just says gold. <laughs> 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 we'll see, man. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not. I, I would say I'm not. I'm not over yeah. the moon about it, but I'm also not under the moon. You bring up a good point that just gold on a t-shirt, <laughs> yes. G-O-L-D, yeah. is a little weird. Yeah, it's yeah. a little weird. <laughs> just those four letters yeah. on a t-shirt. Yeah, so we'll, I mean, we'll see. Well, I will, res- I will, even though I very clearly rendered judgment, I will reserve judgment until I see all of it. I like also that you, um, Hypothesized that there might be a whole suite of logos when I'm pretty sure they just like hopped on Fiverr. <laughs> We're like, we need a <laughs> well, basketball I, logo. I don't know, man. Like the Nuggets have a whole suite of logos. They have they do, yeah. The pickaxes, the ball. The, the G League team was this. forced upon them, though. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just. I'm sure they wanted one. I'm just saying they yeah, were late to the party. If, if they, I mean, you know, they're good at marketing. For the, you know, they definitely want to sell some some stuff. So I think they no. got a problem. I don't know. We'll Grand Rapids, by the way, has some pretty like. Their fan base is good in Grand yeah. Rapids. That's like a good market. That's what they're known for, I feel like. Like um, the attendance that those games get, the the fan base there because it's the obviously the only show in Grand Rapids. I'm telling you, I'm into it. This there in years past we've had, you know, Monte Morris on a two-way and Tory Craig or this or that and it's been like, you know what, they're so far off or whatever and Denver <laughs> doesn't have their own G League team. Now with their own G League team, I am interested in Whoever it is they draft this year, but also as we were talking about yesterday, the summer league guys, like yeah. which one of these now you're gonna be watching yes. the summer league, not just for Zignaji and maybe Bull Bull if he's still there, whatever. But now you're like, which of these guys can be on the G League team? Which of these guys give you just enough that you're like, you know what? Bring them aboard, send them to Grand Rapids. Yeah, which of these them. guys do one thing that you're like, Oh, okay. Like because yeah. of that one thing, he deserves the G League team. You know what's gonna be crazy is that when we're able to watch the Grand Rapids Gold, but not the Denver Nuggets on television. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so true. <laughs> They're on Facebook or something. You can watch <laughs> yeah, them online. Oh, you can, you can stream, stream games you online? You can stream the oh, G League usually. Um, it's news so. to me. <laughs> It'd be funny if it's like, no, they've blocked it out. Because <laughs> that's out of market. <laughs> it's out of market. You've got to get <laughs> yeah. direct TV if you want to watch the, the Gold. Like, well, 
F me, I guess. Uh, moving on, guys. We have to go to a game. We have to go to an important game here of flagrant review. Oh, my God. <laughs> flagrant review because we've we've had a happening. Look at there, <laughs> Scott Foster, just looking smug just, as he can. Just so excited to review something. Oh, my. He is excited to review something. We should have put up uh, – what's the guy that they have, uh, Javi, who's always – agrees with the, the call or whatever except he's, he's actually disagreeing oh you mean reggie miller they, yeah, well reggie miller too. no but they have steve jabby and they always bring up and he's always wrong on the review like i think they're gonna oh yeah, this. yeah 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 they never always. do I, I said we uh we should have put david guthrie on there but i don't think we want to be reminded of that yeah. well, we don't want to be reminded of that yeah um <laughs> or i campaign even all right so Let's go to Instagram here, shall we? And let's scroll. What are people talking about on Instagram these days? Oh, my God. It's Sons and Four guy holding up a Sons and Four with Jamal Murray. What the hell is this? What the hell is going on? We have Jamal Murray in Phoenix. Like, okay, at a party thrown by Sons and Four guy. Yeah. Taking okay. photos. I, uh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I we have to go to the official. Why booth in God's name here. is he at this goddamn party? <laughs> Why is he at this party? So my best guess is I'm gonna give Jamal the benefit of the doubt and say he didn't go there specifically because this guy was throwing a party. Yeah, we don't know. Um, we don't, we don't know. know. I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Riot House in Scottsdale, I've been there. Is like <laughs> on this corner where there's it's like the, I know it. the I know downtown yeah. club I've been there too I've been there too Right house like one of the it's big actually ones It's actually pretty great it's actually pretty cool Yeah so I oh, I bro. wonder you know like very was bright. it just a coincidence that he went to Riot House and something four guy was there Do we have do we have the the um video version Kale? Oh we, yeah can we go to the video, video here yeah, we need to go to a Sakak deeper dive. We here? need to go to Sakakis on this one. Sakakis, <laughs> because <laughs> so we need just we need another angle. I got a little. All right, a little dancing. There's the angle. So here's the thing. All right, so look around. Right. Okay. This party not that yeah, well attended. There's nobody there. There's <laughs> not nobody that well attended. <laughs> it, like I was like the DMVR right. bar on a Tuesday right, night so kind of like, vibes here. To, just to just to counter what Harrison is saying, like you know, there's just magnetism to this place. Everyone gravity to it. It's in a prominent place. Maybe he just floated in. This is a very sparsely attended party thrown by Sons and Four guy. Why is I don't see any other NBA su superstars there. Well, it's a Wednesday <laughs> night or Tuesday night. Yeah. In in Scottsdale, right, exactly. Which we is not get, close to the arena either. So it's we got to like, get Jamal to the DNVR bar where he is loved. He'll be adored right. and loved here. Everybody wants to His take sons a photo. Sons and four guy loves him. Gave sons him and four guy. Who, by the way, I gotta. I don't even hate the guy. I gotta hand it to him. He now has to wear that outfit every day. <laughs> <laughs> he actually hasn't changed since the since the infamous night. Honestly, this guy is honestly doing a great job of capitalizing on his fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. As Egregious as it may be from our perspective on it, but Screw it is that where, guy. you know, he went out and bought like 20 pairs of khaki shorts. So he could like every in like five jerseys. So he it's just like when, remember when J.R. Smith just wore his game shorts, <laughs> the final game of that series. And then to the, Oh plate, yeah. Yeah. Just get with just no shirt. Didn't on. take yeah, them off. Yeah. And then was wearing them it in Vegas brand, or yeah. wherever they flew. Like, yeah, it's the much, same thing that's happening. How much money this guy has made off of this? He's the really Oso Blanco breaks up a great point. If the Suns were the Nuggets, Nug Life would have been hitting them hard right now. They are full on smuggets right now. They are. Smuggets. <laughs> they are. They are smuggets. Smuggets. Yeah. The smungs. <laughs> I got it. So here's the thing about it. I don't like this. This is one of those things where the veil gets pulled off. Where you're like. We want our guys to hate the other guys as much as we hate them. And they're just kind of, we don't give a fuck. Man. I mean, I'm out here in 
Arizona watching the games. He's been tweeting about how – and I have to hand it to him too. I've been – the Suns fans have really impressed me. And this is coming off of a playoffs that I feel was unimpressive from a Denver perspective. I was really hoping for a little bit more from the Nuggets' fan base. And you have to tip your hat to him. Those Suns fans show out, man. They've been at the airport. You know, they've been they've been greeting the players. And I'm – and. I always wonder, like, is Jamal Murray in Phoenix kind of being like, oh, man, this is what a real fan base looks like, <laughs> this or that. I mean, nah. I almost go to dark places thinking about it. Yeah, we, I don't want to be in this part of your mind anymore. Like, Ugh. you're uh, you're congratulating Suns fans. Oh, you're on bad. Jamal Murray's side where he should be in this arena. Like, I'm not screw, on his side. Screw that. Screw this. Screw you. Uh, symbols mean something. Giving a... Throwing up the deuce next to the guy giving the four, Jamal. What are you doing? Like, is this like insulting to his own teammates? Because like the guy is holding yes. up a four, as in like you guys lost in four games. Yes. What are you thinking? Don't do this. If, I, if I'm the teammate that played in this one, I'd be like, Yo, we just lost in four. We got swept, and you're over here. Do we? Are we? Are we? Should we render our? No, oh, hold on. Here? Well, we got to get some more information here. So our guy Austin Rivers. Competing for Mr. Nugget. <laughs> yeah, this is big Mr. Nugget energy right Big here. Mr. This is big vet energy. This yeah. is just great stuff here. He says, this ain't it. Jamal, he tags Jamal. I'm going to call you. First of all, a perfect vet response to be like, hey, man, I know you yeah. maybe didn't mean to offend the people who love you so much. The yeah. whole entire city that like lives and, and breathes everything you do. I'm going to call you and let's talk about this offline. Let's talk about it offline. Yeah. But at the same time. He could have texted that. It's kind of a funny like, public proclamation. Like, he could have. How would you like it, Harrison, if like you said something and I reply quote tweeted you with like a hey I've Harrison? Had I've had this happen in well the world of Twitter with people here and, <laughs> that I work with. And I'm like, did you just quote tweet me? Bro? Let's, let, let's talk about this offline. <laughs> let's go offline. Anyway, an incredible vet move by Austin Rivers. I thought that was yeah. A, he he gets like three Mister Nugget points for this uh, for this response. And then finally, let's go to Jamal Murray who who addressed this. And I got to say, he saved a lot of this for me. He saved a lot of it. He said, I'm not going to lie. Or he says, wait, let me see. I said, keep the same energy. NRG. NRG when I'm playing next year, which is actually a good quote to say. You bump into this guy and you're like, hey, man, yeah, you're feeling good about yourself, aren't you? Next year, MFR. Like, let's see, let's see you in yeah, the really, talking. He really, shit. he really showed him up when he gave him the the deuces. Well, that's true. It's, it is incongruent <laughs> with the fact that yeah. he was smiling and well, hugging the in dude. In photos nowadays, like it's awkward to not do anything with your hands. So you like got a point or like throw a piece sign. This, up. He should like he, he do the boxing thing. He pretended <laughs> like dude. This that actually would have been. Good. I know that this happened. This happened to me one time. This happened to me one time when I'm not going to say who, but a somewhat of a rival station. Somebody photobombed me like, hey, Adam, let's get a photo together. Yeah. And took one with me. And I'm like, well, what do I do? I gave like a weird face. And then out there like me and my buddy hanging out. And I was like, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. See, so I, maybe I want, that happened. Yeah, I want to say this is just like two celebrities mingling at a club. Oh, my but God. Sons and four guys. I'm not going to give him that distinction. Eric wants to die right now. I, I want to die. I just want to fight. I mean, I would, <laughs> who wants the who wants these hands? Uh, all right, so now we can go to our official review, guys. Common foul. Well, also, we need to, this is compounded by what seemed to be much ado about nothing, but now must be also brought up when we're reviewing just the general behavior that's taken place over the last day and a half. True. Jamal Murray also liked to tweet yeah. where Which he somebody unliked. said he did unlike it, but you, just, you don't know. I'm, <laughs> he did like Dev's tweet. 
today, too. I saw he that. Yeah, it was a pandery-ass tweet. He liked, what it was. Oh, he, liked he, he liked the tweet of Dev saying Jamal's awesome and doing a great, like, <laughs> come on, man. No way he liked that. Well, he said he's having fun with him showing character. Yeah. yeah. Which is true. Like, uh, it's which is true. true. Like, there's one thing to say here. Like, I'm not. Listen, we, we love Jamal, man. Of course, and, of course. and the city of Denver loves Jamal. This is, why it's, so, this is why it's so tough, man, is that you're like, this yeah. is my, yeah, love us back. You got to talk to your man. Hate our, hate our enemies like we talked to. Come come get your mans, uh, Denver Nuggets. Uh, but we just I only mentioned that because we have to look at the whole tapestry. Hold on. What's going on Brandon. online these days when it comes to Jamal Murray? All right, we have the boss man here. I got to ask you. So you're a bit old school, right? A player. <laughs> you got sons and four guy. Come you got step back yeah, step back. You got sons and four guy, right? He gets in that fight. And then you have Jamal Murray shortly after giving the little hug, taking the photo. Is this is this against your sensibilities? I mean, it seems wrong. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it does, does seem wrong. It does, does seem wrong. <laughs> I, like, internet culture now is like, if you like someone, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, that's kind of true, yeah. We'll stand him go, no matter what. As long as it doesn't go against, like, you know, certain... So true. You know, policies. Right. Um, but other than that, like, as long as you're not offending somebody's whatever, like... I'm offended. D-Line is heavily offended. offended. I'm offended. I, I don't heavily. need this in my life. <laughs> But we, we actually went through the Sons and Four series. <laughs> we now did. We, it was very painful. Now for we got to yeah, like less painful for him. Was for him. This, and this freaking guy won't go away. <laughs> he won't go away, man. His fifteen minutes have been extended to fifteen hours, it's dude. Crazy. It's terrible. <laughs> so, Brandon, we're ruling here. The overall behavior of Jamal Murray in the past twenty-four hours online is it a flagrant foul? Flagrant one? Flagrant two? Common foul or nothing? Uh, oh, it's definitely, I'm going to say, uh, oh, it's a flagrant one. Yeah, okay. And here's what I'm going to say, like to go back to the old school thing. It's definitely like, uh, this is very 2021. I feel like, Hey, this is like, you tell your guys like, Hey, go get Jamal, bring him to me. Like we're, we need to talk. We need to talk. And Jamal shows up like with the guys they brought him in. Jamal's like, what? I didn't do anything. What did I do? And you're like, sit down right now. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't. Right. There is right. nobody so, on the Nuggets that's gonna do. So that okay, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon is waiting with an official flagrant one. That. Flagrant one. Harrison, how say you? Um, I'm gonna just say common foul. Common foul. Yeah, I think this is. It's a bad look on the surface because of what happened. The Suns did beat the Nuggets in four games. Beat and, them down. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say this is a flagrant <laughs> one though. I, I think this common foul. I am I am calling this common foul, but I'm also uh, giving him a tech. <laughs> That's okay. That's the same a, thing as a flagrant one, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you, you're, you're, he's, you're not gonna, he's not going to. He's not going to. Aren't even in the news? You had to do. It had to be a. That's true. What's like, well, a foul? Right now, but that's the tech. Really right. But that's the tech. The t- he gets the technical on top of the common foul. Uh, I get free throws and I get the ball. You're like when the when you get a speeding ticket and they're like, "Look, we're gonna. It's not gonna be a speeding ticket, but it is gonna be a non-moving vehicle." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. fewer points or something. Yeah, like I mean, I I came in pretty hot. Like I I had big uh, flagrant two vibes earlier. Yeah, but I just love Jamal too yeah. much, so I'm I'm knocking it down. My last, I got a speeding ticket maybe two years ago, and they knocked it down to a allowing a minor to drive or something. I was like, something like I don't want that on my I know, record. I was kind of like, this is somehow <laughs> less bad than speeding. Like, all right, yeah. I allowed a minor to operate a motor vehicle. That's weird. So that's on my record now. Um, Terrible yeah, parent. I'm, I give it a flagrant one. I give yeah. it a flagrant one. I'm flagrant sorry, one. it's a flagrant one. It's, okay. This is... 
deeply offensive, but I'm not thrown out of the game. Just don't get another one, or else you're thrown let's, out. Let's remember the uh, how Suns and Four originated. He was punching a Nuggets fan. That guy who, had it coming though. Who I... sucker punched him in the first place? What was that fan wearing? What jersey? Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray jersey. <laughs> Jamal Murray jersey. Now, did he have it? I mean, we're not going to stand Lloyd Christmas Nuggets. Lloyd Christmas yeah. over here, but. <laughs> Man, I mean, thinking about who was originally in the wrong, it was not Sons and Four guy. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go to break, guys. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk. I'm just disgusted through and through. I don't know if I'm going to recover. The other side of the break, we've got a very exciting and interesting pro, uh, prospect, Usman Garuba. Very excited to talk about Usman. him on the other side. Usman. Uh, yeah, guys, if you got some Mile High City Copper Lager at home and you're watching the show, crack it open. Crack it open right now for this next <laughs> segment. Uh, if you need to pick some up. Drink heavily now. <laughs> yeah. The Usman Garuba highlight film. It goes down a little better. Right <laughs> well, I, mean, I, Mile High City me, Copper Lager. I just need to recover from this Jamal saga. I know it's very it's it's very unsettling. It was but tough. that was a tough segment. I already forgiven him. It was I already a tough forgiven. Yeah, tough talk, tough love, but we're back. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Mile High City Copper Lager. You can get it from Breck Brew. You can get it at the farmhouse. You can get it at your local liquor store. It's got that Nuggets skyline blue can with the Nuggets logo on it. Great for every occasion. Great for a July Fourth party. Great for a day in the park. Great for forgetting a something that your a superstar on your team has done. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't serve that at Riot House. We wouldn't let them serve that. No, there. no, we wouldn't yeah, let them. They don't deserve it. <laughs> Pick up some Mile High City Copper <laughs> Lager today. Also, you can get 25% off your first order of Strava Craft Coffee, uh, the best coffee around, which is packed with CBD that can help relieve back pain, arthritis, neck pain, uh, shoulder pain, aches and aches and pains all over your body, IBS, tons and stuff, uh, tons of stuff. You can get Strava Craft Coffee for 25% off when you use the code DNVR25. If you're a returning Strava Craft Co- Coffee customer, go to StravaCraftCoffee.com, use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your purchase. I got a little knee ache. Oh, dude. A little, little, little hoop yesterday. And you're man. drinking a monster. <laughs> drinking <Yeah>. a monster. <laughs> a little trailer park uh, coffee for sure. Trailer park espresso. Um, yeah. All right. So we've done Duarte. We did Primo, who is, definitely wins the name. Although yeah. I got to say, Usman Garuba, also a cool name. Garuba. I'm probably saying it wrong, but I can't wait to find out the actual pronunciation. But I will say this. My favorite pros- prospect so far. Very, very intrigued. Harrison, yeah. start us off here. What do we need to know? Oh, yeah, prospecting. Here it is every Wednesday, you guys know. By the way, next week, probably prospecting every single day of the week. The draft, not too far away. We got to so ramp it up. We're going to yeah. start ramping it up. But prospecting, Harrison, give us, our, give, give us the lowdown. So Usman Garuba, 19 years old. Okay. Uh, he plays in Spain for Real Madrid um, right now. So really young. <laughs> He's uh, six foot eight, two hundred thirty pounds. The things that jump out about Usman Garuba, his defensive versatility. I, I think first and foremost, he's got a really high defensive ceiling. Uh, he he's quick for his size. Yeah. He also plays really really hard. Really hard. Like that's something that jumps out on the film. Any highlight tape you watch, like the guy is is going all out all the time. His motor's incredible. Locked in. Yeah. So those are the two pros that stand out. Um, another pro, uh, it seems like he's got a lot of potential as a passer. Now, um, not a little pro. I, I passing is like a thing I've hyper pay attention, especially from bigs. Yeah, he makes some passes and like routinely, especially these interior 
passes close, you know, really close. Like you, you're on the short roll and you have to make a little like four foot pass in, in tight space. Really good at those. Yeah. So I actually think that's a legitimate skill for him yeah. going forward. I would definitely slot that in the pro category. The cons, raw and unpolished. He's super young and he's playing in the top league in Europe or the top league in uh, Spain and the EuroLeague yeah. uh, for Real Madrid. He's only playing around like 16 minutes a game, 17, 18 minutes a game. So he's not getting a ton of playing time. Um, so you would expect him to be a little raw at this stage. And also his shooting, he, he has knocked down some threes, uh, as you'll see in the highlights that we've got, but uh, doesn't like project to come into the league as an above-average shooter or anything close. His shooting needs a lot of work yeah. from three and the free throw line. But there's a lot to like, a lot to like about Usman Garuba. I feel like in a draft that wasn't so stacked, this guy would be a lottery pick. I really feel like now he's projected more as a mid first rounder uh, to a guy who could, who could go in the early twenties. Do we have the uh, highlights to, to kind of play as we kind of talk about him? Did he play? Let's go standard. Let's go standard first. Let's go standard. Did, did first. this guy play with Faku? Are we, is is um, Real Madrid going to hate us for I don't, pilfering that? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Um, so you can see he's the one that made the, the pass on the short roll because that's one of the things he can. These might be the passing highlights, oh. actually. Oh, these are the passing highlights. Well, yeah, these we don't are the regular those. ones. All right, here we go. Some regular highlights. Nice little so cut. There's nothing. You can just about like that. see the athleticism. Um, it, definitely it some athleticism. Defensive highlights are really what what impressed because the way I look at this guy, there's a three. His his negatives are that his shot is gross. Like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't look like it's going to be a good shot. But yeah. look at his how active look, look that, he is yeah. defensively. It's an incredible man. defensive play. Nonstop. He's, he, he's got uh, uh, great hands, so he like uses those hands really well defensively. Um, and then he's just got great rotation. Like he's right there. You you see he actually stunts. And then recovers really yeah. quick. He's just very good at that. And he's active. only 19 years old, man. He's so young. And this is, many would say, the top league in Europe. Yeah. So many people are saying. So <laughs> I think, um, like, look at like, this. Look at this. Yeah. He's, just, he's in. And then he recovers for the block. Yeah. Um, his motor to me is, is pretty undeniable. Not even just motor, like his defensive aptitude. I think to me, he looks like an immediate good defender who has like awareness, but yeah. projects to be a, a very good one. And I even. It's funny, the two guys I would most comp him to, of course, anytime you comp, then people, you know, like, oh, come on, you're being <laughs> yeah, crazy here. But, I know who you're going to say. Well, one is Paul Millsap, yeah. because he does have, like, you, later maybe we'll see some of his, like, handle and shot. And they just, you know, Millsap, he has a, a very effective handle and a very effective shot, but they both look, like, really bad. That's how, that's how Usman is. I don't know if he'll actually come around as a shooter um, or as a handler. But defensively, just the way he sort of reads the court, I mean, Paul Millsap reads the court so well defensively, he's always able to kind of make the right rotations and be here or there. Look but at the, that block. But if you want to go the the highest upside for him, like he kind of reminds you of a Draymond Green. He does. I mean, physically even, like his body is Draymond Green. I mean, way more athletic, though, than Draymond really more, ever was. More athletic, but uh, the way he defends, you know, Draymond makes all the right rotations, but he almost makes them aggressively, not just getting to the spot and not like – uh, it seems like Usman gets to the spot and attacks, like gets in position and then attacks. And yeah. uh, I really like it. The one thing I'd be a little worried about uh, with his defense, his rookie year, his first couple years in the league, the fouling, because sure. I, I feel like he can probably get away with stuff in uh, the ACB in the EuroLeague that he's not going to get away with at the NBA level. He's just going to get called for a lot of fouls. I feel like his first couple years, but. No, he can grow from that. That shot is really gross, though. Like I, I know it goes in sometimes, but yeah. I, I really don't like it at all. Um, his handle's even worse than his shot. Though yeah. that handle's a thing that you guys can work on, and I don't know that he's 
going to be the all-around type player or if Denver would even need him to be. Um, but those those are definitely things that you look at. Like Denver has not had a power forward who could not bring the ball up, like just absolutely could not. And he would probably be one where it's like, oh, I don't get the rebound. Somebody's got to go get it from him because yeah. you don't want him in open yeah. court. Um, but the passing, do we have the passing highlights now? Yeah, let's go to the passing Let's go to the highlights. passing ones because I'm going to show this is – if he had no offensive skill, he would be a fun prospect, but you're like, he's kind of just damned. You know, you have to be able to do something offensively. And his passing, especially his, like, tip passing around the basket is really impressive in a way that I think is important for Denver's does offensive he, Does he style. remind you of your guy Paul Reed? No, not really. Like, um, that's a smart pass out to the corner. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's the correct read. Yeah, that one's a good one. I want to see some of these more touch passes that he gets that are like so fascinating. Ooh, that's a good one. A little little wraparound. That's a that's a unique one. Yeah. Um, let's see if we get any of these touch touch passes. There it is. Like these nice. these types of really short space on the move on the move on the roll. I think he'd be a very good pick and roll player. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I actually really like him. He's a yeah. project, and I don't know. You know, who knows what Denver's looking for? But if you just think about, okay, long-term, I don't know if Denver's in long-term planning anymore. Like, if, if he's a two- or three-year project type guy, I don't know if they're in that zone. But if you look at it and think, if this guy was a Draymond-type defender, if he could be that, or even a Paul Millsap-type defender, well, we know Paul Millsap elevated Denver's defense. And we got and, and Denver got Paul Millsap late in the career. Can you mold this guy to be that, um, or even better, you know, to fit more tailor-made to fit Denver's needs, yeah. that, that would be a great fit. I just really like how he could fit with this roster right now. I mean, he's 6'8 with a 7'3 wingspan. He's really long. He's really athletic. He's just kind of that type of guy that, that Denver needs next to Nikola Jokic, yeah. you know? And, I mean, obviously yeah. that's projecting down the line a lot. But Eric, does it scare you at all if it's a player that – it's funny because you can get – we talk about Duarte, but even if he came in probably not playing a whole lot. I don't know. Zeke Nagy looks like a great player, but he's not even played – didn't play this year. No. Does it worry you at all that this is a guy that's a, pro, a true project, even more so than like a Zeke Nagy? No, I think that's the right move. I think that they should continue to do what they always do, which is get a guy, have him sit for a year, bring him in when he's ready. Like The Nuggets are not really in a place where they, I think it's smart for them to get a rookie that they're going to be reliant upon. Yeah. You know, especially like a guy like this, it looks like, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, he's in a position that we have actually like a lot of players, like yeah. the, your Zeke Najis, your yeah. Jermichael Green, Jermichael Greens. I mean, there's there's a little bit of a uh, of a of a traffic jam at that specific spot. I mean, it, depending upon you know Aaron Gordon too. He, he, I see a little Aaron Gordon in him. You know, like not a great shooter from the outside. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm this is my first. I mean, I obviously do a ton of research right. before I come on the show, <laughs> so this is not the first time I've seen him, but if it was the first time I'd seen him, uh, I'd say I'm I'm moderately intrigued, uh, but it's not exactly the type of player that I feel like the Nuggets should be after. He's a, maybe a less flashy player. Like a lot of times, shooters are the guys that every person, every fan of falls course, in love with. Of course, like, of man, course, we need so. shooting, and look at how many shots he can make. Um, but even like J.J. Redick, if you remember when he came in, one of the best shooters college basketball's ever seen. He came into the NBA. It took him a long time before he like became an NBA shooting guard. Yeah. Um, I think with with him, I poked around. I started asking some of my draft guys and international guys that have watched him. And the one thing I heard from a couple different people was, and it's funny because he's only nineteen. He's he's pretty young. That he hasn't really developed offensively over the last two years. So even though defensively he's kind of become this the stud, his shot and handle still look like they did maybe two years ago. I know that's the funniest thing. Like just in development uh 
viewing people and what they can become and the development. Like, yeah. oh, you can learn a jump shot. And some people just like can they just oh, can't learn a jump shot. Most people actually, yeah, can. that's, that's actually the they're, they're like, oh, well, he can't shoot, but you know, get him in the NBA, and then you know, then he also can't well, shoot. <laughs> along the same line, you know, one other player I would give my third comp besides Millsap and Draymond, or maybe. Like, OG Ananobi. Yeah. He actually has some OG Ananobi in, in him and just the way he moves his strength and the way he's so... I mean, he's a big guy. He's a big guy, guy and he's so boy. like... He's not off balance when he reaches for, for steel. Like he reaches really hard and recovers and that yeah. reminds me I of I wonder if OG. the like offensive development or the lack thereof, if anything has to do with the fact that, okay, he's in Europe, he's a big man, he's on this Real Madrid team where he's obviously not asked to score and, and really like create offense and... The shooting, you you'd like to see him develop a little more, but I wonder if it's if at all it's just like all right, this is your role, you play it well, you're surrounded by a lot of talent, like keep doing what you need or what we need you to do. Mm. Family hails from Nigeria, by the way. Um, now settled in Spain. Oh. So uh, Spain Monte. What's that? <laughs> a little Monte. A little we Monte got connection. A little Wancho connection. Maybe. What <laughs> Spanish? So. Um, I don't know. Maybe that plays into it. I mean, we've talked as weird as it is to say. I mean, we have talked that Denver seems to have better luck with international oh. players than the Denver should focus exclusively on international players. Nobody else wants from to this be here, point yeah. forward. Yeah. I, I, just going back to his motor, man. Like the Nuggets don't have a guy w- with the type of motor that he's got, and, and how hard he plays every single possession. Yeah, I was gonna say he looked. He. he I it, love a guy. He like reminded that. me a little bit when I very first saw him of like a taller Kenneth Reed. I don't necessarily see that as much one because one's such an offensive player, one's a defensive player. But I, I see what you're saying just about he's the just intensity. He's like a big. He's like he's got really long arms. Yeah, he's taller than Farid. He's bigger than Farid is. Yeah. About the same height. About the same um, height. Six really? Nine, right? Because yeah, he's not that tall. Six, six eight. eight. Oh, he's more filled out than I guess. That's why I say he's yeah, Draymond. Huge, man. He's a big he's guy. Huge. He looks like Draymond. Where yeah. he's got a long wingspan, but he's not actually that tall. Yeah. And he looks like he will eventually be strong enough to guard like fives because he's just so stout. Um, I do think it's funny. Malone has referenced so many times, I think even including this last year, about toughness and how not everybody values toughness or something. He almost made it sound like he was calling out the organization. He's like, not everybody in this organization values it the way I do. He seems to me like one of those guys where he's just a hard hat lunch pail guy and and he'll bring some of that. So I just declared Vlatko. The future of the power well, forward. That's what and I mean. Like, like, we, we, we get a new one. That's what I mean. Yeah. What is this? We've got Vlatko. We've got Naji. We've got. I mean, like I all know. of these guys are sort of like slotted in that spot. You cast a wide net though. You just have to. a bench unit with Faku, who obviously like has an incredible motor, like yeah, like yeah. Garuba and Garuba would be just wild. Zeke Naji too, who I think yeah. plays really hard. So yeah. you could, yeah, it could be a good one. Who else is on that bench unit? Dozier. Dozier. He yeah. plays pretty hard. Well, who knows? Jamichael man. Green, maybe. So you have a you have a pretty wild one. Um, I like him the most so far. I'm not sure like he's a guy that Denver has is on Denver's radar or will will take. But I like him. I'm, I'm intrigued. I would say I'm intrigued. I yeah. want I want to research more on him. I like him the most out of the guys we've looked at so far. And going back to what I was saying earlier, I just feel like if this class wasn't so stacked, he'd be going a lot higher. Like yeah. he he just has the intangibles. I feel like nineteen years old. He's got the body. He's playing at a really high level yeah, in Spain. Um, you can see just the flashes of IQ and um, his feel for the game. I'm surprised he's not going higher in the draft. To be honest, yeah. uh, offense so rough. I think that's really what yeah. it is. And how many yeah. teams look at it and think we can only have one guy who can't shoot? Is this our guy? Yeah, Eric. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I got to see more people. I gotta, just got to see more people. But I, so far, we've seen three. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would be more apt to, to, to pick a shooter 
okay. at this point, like like you said. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if that's Duarte or if that's Prima, I, of those two, I think probably Duarte. Yeah. Um, but again, the just cannot get past uh, <laughs> the visual of Duarte looking like the guy. It's a tough thing to overcome, man. <laughs> All right, let's take our final break. On the other side, we're going to talk a little bit about the game one of the finals. We haven't talked about that yet. And then, of course, snake draft. Comedic actors. I can't wait. Wednesday, we always do it. We're going to snake draft it. Oh, man, this is going to be brutal. In the comments, let me know. I'm going to be reading the comments during this break. Let me know what you think of uh, Usman. Usman. Garuba. Great name also. Great, Great name. name. Um, Chris Duarte definitely has the worst name out of yeah, he's got a lot of checks against him, but it's surprising. I like him the best. Yeah, guys, really excited to say oh, we're now sponsored by Ball. Yes, as in Ball Arena, the arena that the Denver Nuggets play in. Uh, also, as in the aerospace technology company. Uh, and also, of course, the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. That's how I know Ball. Like, I know them as the company that makes aluminum cans. Um, but I did not know that they're this aerospace technology company that's doing a lot of good in this world. They've been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. In 2018 and 2019, Ball Aerospace developed image surveillance systems to observe natural resources from space and methane, ozone, even land and water use. Um, so by 2030, Ball aims to reduce operational carbon emissions by 55% and across their value chain by 16% from 2017 levels. And of course, uh, they're also the company that makes the 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. If you want to work at Ball, they're hiring right here in Golden. You can check them out um, at jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. Or you can simply text Golden to 77222. Uh, like I said, they're a lot more than just the aluminum can manufacturer. Um, they are this aerospace technology company that's doing a lot of good in this world so check them out today also make sure to check out DraftKings. you can pick up or sorry check out manscaped make sure to check out manscaped oh. you can pick up your lawnmower 4.0 right now from manscaped way improved from the lawnmower 3.0 you've got that 4000k led spotlight you've got the wireless charging i don't you've understand got how the... wireless charging is a thing i don't understand it what do you mean like how do you charge something wirelessly are you familiar with? Uh, I, under, I get that part of it. Yeah. Are you familiar with the uh, lightning? Yeah, you've seen you've seen electricity travel through the air. Is that what it is? Wow! Have you never seen like a wow, iPhone wireless charger? I'm learning so much science. Today. <laughs> uh, you also get the travel bag, of course. Big value there. I think it's like a thirty-nine dollar value. Uh, different blade lengths as well, sizes one through four. So you can pick it all up from Manscaped at manscaped.com. And if you use the promo code DNVR, you're going to save 20% plus free shipping. Yep. So go to manscaped.com, use the code DNVR, get 20% off your lawnmower 4.0, whatever other product you might be buying from Manscaped. And you can get that all for 20% off with the code DNVR. In the chat. It's great. Keep it, keep it coming, guys. Magnet, is it, Magnets, is it okay. <laughs> Lightning, what else do we have? <laughs> also, somebody said, do you know how magnets work? Nope, not really. Not nope. really. I <laughs> just a very kind of surface level. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, there's the positive and negative charge. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. sure. I yeah. this has gotten that, no closer to understanding yeah, how that's the that wireless university 4.0 charging right charging works. I don't okay. get how this. 
But thank you guys. Areas of positive <laughs> um, want to travel to areas of negative. And they, you know, go ahead. Finally, uh, at Green Mountain Dental Group, you can pick up a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. A top-line electric toothbrush uh, that's really expensive. You don't like want to just go to Target and buy one of those things. Might as well get it from Green Mountain Dental Group when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. They're located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Pick one up today. Free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. All right, back here, final segment on the DMBA show, the DMBR Nuggets podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to this as a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, quickly, guys, only, I only say quickly because I only watched the very end of game one of the finals. I had my own game going on significantly better than the finals. <laughs> Do um, you want to give a recap of that? Uh, incredible game. You guys would probably really enjoy it. Everyone was old and tired. Nobody could make a shot. Um, but the <laughs> finals went on. The Suns win game one, commanding fashion. I pretty much dominant. Chris Paul continues to um, dominate these playoffs. You have any takeaways, Eric, from the game? Well, like I was telling you, the game started exactly how I described it could go, and then Chris Paul went absolutely insane, and it, it fell to bits. I mean, early on, uh, Brooke Lopez was was doing well; he was eating, like I like I said, he might be able to. And then, but it just has like the 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 Bucks were got close, and then the Sun. And it just it was just one of those games it where they feels like the Bucks have. Like they're really good defensively, but they have to really work on offense. And I feel like the Suns well, just get easy stuff, man. They always yeah. get what they want. The Bucks offense, I've said this on the pod before, is terrible. Yeah, it's pretty. Amazing. The Bucks offense, I I can't believe that's a modern day offense in the NBA. Like it works for Brooklyn because they have Kyrie Irving, James Harden, I mean, and works, Kevin Durant. It works for Milwaukee. They're in the NBA Finals. Well, they're so well, good defensively. They're so good defensively. Yeah. <laughs> they beat the Hawks without Trey Young and then the Nets without Kyrie Irving. No. Well, let's talk about the Suns' path if, you, if we're going down that route. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Honestly, both teams. Yeah, this entire playoffs, really, whatever. I mean, it's simultaneously very impressive yeah. and completely unimpressive. Yeah, to me, this is one of these games where it, they come out and you're like, oh, well, that's it. Series, series over. The, there's nothing they can do. They've got to counter everything. And then the next game happens. You're like, oh, man. Well, it's interesting you say that because I don't necessarily feel that way. That went how I expected game one to yeah. go, which is that yep. Phoenix was going to have the upper hand. Giannis had to come back, you know, all this. But what about you, Harrison? Do you feel like, oh, that Suns are just better? Or do you Yeah. Feel like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I think the Suns are definitely the better team. I mean... This would be a different story if Giannis was completely healthy, I he think. He looked pretty of goddamn course. healthy, man. He was Did he though? He looked good at the beginning mm-hmm. of the game, but he I'd say he was at sixty percent. He maybe. wasn't he, he he really wasn't getting to the rim as easily yeah. as he typically does. I think that's does. mental. I think maybe it's a so. lot of mental. It maybe sure. yeah, he was getting the ball knocked away from him quite a bit and uh being sent It's to scary, the man, to go in and you know, and you don't yeah. know. I mean scary to watch. Yeah. So Giannis looked better than I thought he would, but he wasn't good enough last night for the Bucks to win the series, I don't think. Yeah. And the other thing that stood out to me was the Bucks switched up how they were guarding the pick and roll like throughout the game. They switched it sometimes. They had Brooke Lopez drop sometimes. And most of the time, Phoenix just figured out a way to score yeah. and figured out a way to generate open looks, which is really what they've been doing throughout the entire playoffs. They just figure teams out. No matter what coverage, no matter what defense you play, They've got the players, the playmakers, the uh, attackers, the shooters, just to figure you out. And, and the coaching, too, I think is a big part of it as well. Um, Chris Paul's just been masterful, and he was that in game one. I Chris, I can't believe what we're seeing out of Chris Paul. Like, he is so much more dominant than I ever remember him being. Like, I don't – I mean, he's been always been good, but I've never, like – 
oh man, we're gonna get an offensive barrage from Chris Paul tonight. But like, here's the th- here's the thing, man, and this is one of the lessons I wish people would learn about basketball in general is. There are some players that can transcend, like Kevin Durant, maybe LeBron James. doesn't matter who you put them alongside. They're going to look incredible, and they're going to have a top offense, this or that. There are other players, and great players at that, who are a little bit more you know, dependent on the guys that are around them, or a player like Chris Paul, who's going to also always be an engine on, in and of himself. But if you give him Devin Booker and Aiton, and then Jay Crowder, and all these guys that are great spot-ups, like... How easy is it? Well, they have so many different ways to beat you because oh. they have so many guys that in any given night could be an X-Factor. If you look at the box score last night, Chris Paul was great. So was like five or six of the Suns players. I know, but like just the thing where Chris Paul goes off and he scores 20 points in a row and you're right, like, right. my God, he's hitting from absolutely everywhere. Can't miss a shot. Hitting three-pointers. Like... I was, I was, I mean, just watching. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know that this was Chris Paul still had this. This well, is insane. So if, and here's what I, I'm, I, we're not even like really arguing. I'm just trying to highlight a point here. If you could create an offense whereby you knew every single time Jokic would receive the short roll and shoot and six foot floater, how many of those do you think he would make in a given game? Probably quite a few, but he, then I wouldn't also expect him to step back and hit a three pointer. Yeah, the, I mean he was—he's doing trying to take everything. Away, I'm not it's trying crazy. to take away from Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul's clearly—I mean, 32 points last night on 12, 19 shooting. I'm just saying that Phoenix Suns team is so good, man. Not a single—we talk about bad shooters. Like you can all have one. They have zero. Crowder can knock down his shots. Bridges can knock down his shots. Chris Paul, obviously, Devin Booker, elite, and Aiton, both a rim threat and a pick and pop threat. They have yeah. five guys. That are always pulling you. And by the way, they also have guys that can drip, put the ball on the floor and and you know do whatever. So, I just think that this is a team where it's like you have to pick your poison. And maybe this is what will happen in the next game: is you're say, you know what, we're not letting Chris Paul beat us, but Devin Booker will beat you, Aiton will beat you, like somebody else will beat you. It goes back to what we talked about all season about the Suns. That team was constructed so perfectly. So perfect. They have all the right pieces. They have all the right guys to fill every single role. They've got the leadership. They got the shooting. They got the defense. It's yep. it's just a beautifully constructed team. Yeah, really is really beautifully constructed. And they got enough guys on the cheap contracts that you can make it work. That's the that's the hidden key of all of this. Yep. Um, all right. So I like it. Uh, we'll talk game two tomorrow. But Phoenix. I picked Phoenix in five. I'm feeling good about it. Um, yeah, me too. I had to tell Eric before DraftKings gave us that boost, so I won that bet. But then I also had another bet. Suns in five. And also bucks to win but lose game one. So now it was the perfect hedge because I'm going to win no matter what now. And, uh, you know, it just feels like I'm going to – it felt like it was the obvious thing that was was always going to happen. Phoenix was going to win game one whether they are going to win the series or not. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. All right, it's the time everybody was waiting for here on Wednesday. Before we get out of today's show – as we prepare for the draft, we like to do mock drafts on here. We, just, we need to make sure that we know how drafts work. It's a snake draft. <laughs> We're going to go into the draft. How do these – somebody picking? So what true. do we do? Yeah. Got to get familiar with the concept the, of a draft. The, but, the, but the one question I have is, does the NBA use the, the snake draft concept when they draft their players? <laughs> they do. Oh, they but do. there's so many trades. <laughs> I you know, see, I yeah. see. <laughs> but it is technically uh, – like, Denver's on the clock. You have two picks in a row. It's the last pick of the draft. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so here yeah. we go. The, this is it. Comedic actors. No. Comedic actors. Now, what does this mean? It's not comedians. It's comedic actors. So you have to combine it. Maybe it's a great comedian, but you know they're really just stand-up. If you put them in a movie, it's kind of bad. Oh so you God. have to weigh this, all right? You have to weigh this. Right. I, just, I just need to make a point real quick that I've had the last pick in back-to-back drafts. 
Wow, kale. <laughs> we had no idea how malleable this uh, the steak draft was. Very malleable. And uh, just as a heads up, I've done no research. I'm gonna get smoked. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna get embarrassed in this oh, draft. Oh, sweet, too, sweet. So here's the thing. We're going to pick five. Or there's going to be five rounds. Afterwards, we're going to do another five rounds, a round two, if you will. And that will go up for DNVR members only behind the paywall. Um, so we'll, we'll keep this going. It's been fun doing the second round because the second round, you start to really have to pick some <laughs> some not so great ones. All right. Do I, I get the number one pick? Yep, With the number one pick in the 2021 comedic actors draft on the DNBA show starring Eric and Adam and Harrison. <laughs> he doesn't know who he's going to pick. I will take <laughs> the obvious pick, which is Bill Murray. I will take oh, Bill Murray, number one. Number two. He was my number two. Let's freaking okay. go. Bill Murray, Bill Murray number one. Really. Do you have a favorite Bill Murray? <laughs> I mean, I like I like the body of work. I enjoy Ghostbusters. I, I just oh. like what Bill Murray's all about. Even, you know, Groundhog Day. I mean, you, know, you said that as if it was bad. Groundhog Day is a fantastic. No, I'm, I'm saying like that's obviously when you you count like. Yeah, but I just like the I like the it, presence yep. of Bill Murray on this earth. Yeah. Life, life yeah, Aquatic, 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 not that funny. Kind of <laughs> more absurdist, but it is it is a comedy. He does have some funny funny lines in it though. Um, Bill Murray is a great great first pick. Uh, Harrison, what do you? Have? I can't believe you guys didn't prepare for this. I will take I uh, Robin Williams, RIP. Damn it, that was my oh, first man. pick. That yeah. was my first pick. So Phew. one, two. Okay, all right. So far, we're pretty pretty chalk here. Do you have a favorite Robin, Robin Williams? Um, my favorite role for him is Goodwill Hunting, but that's yeah, he's not, not, not exactly, exactly a comedic <laughs> not a, performance. That's, there's, there's maybe he's a got, he's got like yeah, one. He's like hey, you're the shepherd. We tell him to f you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. I like okay. Them all. all right. Well, there we go. <laughs> um. No, you get two picks in a row. Comedic actor. Did I make sure this was like you act as the the acting as important? Just spit it out, Adam. I'm going with Steve Carell. Okay. Hilarious actor. Okay. He makes. No, we get to talk about this. I know. Two R's, two L's, I think. Um, Steve Carell is a fan. I don't think he's like the funniest person, and he picks some really bad movies, I think. Like, he doesn't always pick very good, good roles. Very well, I think he though. tries to expand out of like the comedic actor Steve Carell, <laughs> which he can do, which he yeah. can do. But you know, uh, Steve Carell to me, oh my god, this number two one is going to get people are not going to enjoy oh, it as boy. much. Adam's already t- talking it back. Has you put it out, talking it back. This is my own personal. I'm oh. honest. You guys will pander to the audience, but I'm honest. I'm going with Ben Stiller. I love Ben Stiller. Oh he cracks god. me up, man. Some of my favorite movies. Ben Stiller. I mean, you feel like this is a, a, a controversial. I feel cut. like most people would have taken him third or fourth round. I'm taking him my second pick. All right. I will Meet take. Um, yeah, I mean, he was good in that. I'll take Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's a good one. Take Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, well, uh, not great in this decade yeah. or the previous, <laughs> or the previous one. But you know, he had a really but he great does, run he in does, the does, 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah he has, a, he has a, a run of hits that, that dried up pretty quickly and pretty, uh, I guess if you look at the Shrek films, those are his less uh, great ones. Bill Murray doesn't exactly have banger after banger coming out right now, but none, but, nonetheless. Uh, but he, he didn't have like a, a very, very clear dry period where it That's just true. ended. That's just, true. Eddie Murray just lost it one day. Never, <laughs> never returned. Eddie Murray, I think he made all the money and fame he needed for yeah, Eddie Murphy, five lifetimes. Yeah. Like, you know what? You're not, I mean, you're not wrong. Okay. I will take with the second pick in my second pick in the great comedic actors draft. I will take 
Will Ferrell. All right. He was my least favorite, but it's going to be a fan favorite. And I feel like... Do you I, know how podcasts work? We talk about our picks. That's the key to the podcast. You, you never want to mention why Will Ferrell. He's, I think he's funny. He's been in a lot. He's been in a lot. He's of, been in a lot. Been in a lot of bad movies, man. A lot of not funny movies. Oh, he, but he's been in some of the greatest movies ever. Old School is one of the funniest yeah, comedies yeah, ever yeah, to be made. he's a bit part in that one. Yeah, that's why yeah. I like him. Small role. Small role? Small role in it, yeah. Unbelievable. Old School? He did not have a small role. Wedding Crashers, he was Wedding, good. Another small yeah, role. Yeah, another That's supporting he, he role. He excels as he the. I as agree the, with that. Anchorman. Third wheel. As the, not, I'm not. I'm, I think it's okay. I think it's. Anchorman was good. It's not, fantastic. Anchorman. It's okay. It's Anchorman's okay. It's great. It's good. Anchorman two is a, an affront before God, but <laughs> Anchorman a great film and a very funny uh, performance by Will Ferrell. All right, my pick again. Who's uh, now is where I have to decide. Peeking off your draft. How though. much <laughs> I want to appear that I. Be I'm honest. A, a person that likes what all people like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be boy. Okay. So what I, uh, my God, I don't know who to pick. I think I might pick. You know what? F it. I'm going Tina Fey. Put it on the board. Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. Tina oh, Fey. Wow. Let's go. Okay. All right. What's yeah. your favorite yeah, Tina, Tina Fey, Fey movie or uh, I mean, I just enjoy te- well, 30 Rock. She's incredible. Okay. She also writes it. Uh, Saturday Night Live. She's fantastic. Uh, not a ton of movies that I like of Tina Fey's, but I just enjoy her. Okay. Okay. I'm going a little off the board with my third pick. This okay. is kind of an Usman Garuba pick, okay. I think. <laughs> um, I'm going. It's a one way player here. Going Sasha Baron Cohen. I had him on my list. I had him Sasha on my Baron list. Sasha Baron Cohen. I don't know if I can give you help. Um, let me see. Sasha Baron S A C H A B A R O N C O H E N B A B A R O N C O C O H E N Yeah. That's um, an interesting one. He's incredible. Like he's absolutely ridiculous. Ollie G <laughs> pretty funny. That people don't realize that Ollie G shows back yeah. in the day so incredible, man. Sasha Baron Cohen is an absolute genius. Yeah, he, he is. I don't like comedic genius is the one that gets overused by far the most. He's he's he is a comedic genius. Yeah, I think. an absolute genius. Like he's just able to go into these insane situations where he is playing a, a full character. Yeah, stay in character to the point like where if he were to break character, he would literally just get beaten up. <laughs> like he you is, might he get is, shot. Yeah, he is first team all not breaking. Character. He's incredible, he, man. He's oh. not the goat though. Nathan Fielder's the goat. At, he hasn't ever broken character. Yeah, but he has though just the one <laughs> yeah. character. Andy Kaufman is like he's a, never yes. broken character. That actually just ever. might be him. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> you are never know. If you pretend your whole life to be a person, are you the person you were or the person <laughs> yeah. you pretended to be? It's very. To, for the philosophers, um, my next one. Oh boy! Very it, personal again, it, guys. Very oh, personal great. again. Who's st- who started? Uh, Vince Vaughn. We're going with Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Hilarious. Dude, this is just not at all the list. That, this is not at all the list. I thought Adam would be giving out. Really? Yes, exactly. This is exactly what it is. This is all what are I you, was. Are you gonna take? This is what I was your age. Adam, are you gonna take Owen Wilson next? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna. My next one, well, Owen Wilson, I really do like, but he's not like, I can't, he, I don't think he'll make my list. Maybe the fifth round. We'll Let's, find out. Let's find we'll out. We'll find out. Uh, but I'm going to take Jason Bateman. I think Jason oh Bateman God. is so good at playing funny. Like, again, you have his like, acting makes it dude, funny. Dude, you your have, list is so not what I thought it would you be, have, man. <laughs> you, have three, you have three of the same guy and then Vince Vaughn. 
<laughs> Adam likes the same movies I like. I would have never thought. <laughs> like Wedding Crashers. My, you know, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> First time I'm laughing so hard, I'm crying in the show. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> so, um, it's true. The Frat Pack. That's my, that's my squad. That's my squad, man. The, that's what they're called. Uh, all right, I'm gonna take Adam Sandler. All right, take Adam right. Sandler. A little I feel low like for my taste, yeah, but I'm fine with that. Yeah, I know. I we, like lowbrow movies. No, I know you picked Entourage. <laughs> we were all here for it. Yeah. <laughs> that was more of a just uh, a sure? pandering. I, pick. Listen, I get, I get it. Yeah. Adam Sandler. No, Adam Sandler. I mean, you're definitely gonna win over a, a good portion of the crowd with that. Yeah. Uh, me, a deep thinker. A highbrow gentleman. I, I have to hold myself to a higher standard. I can't pander the way that you pander. So I'm going to take with <laughs> the fourth pick in the great comedic actors draft of 2021. I'm going to take Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is very nice. so likable, man. See, he could I could have had him on mine, and it would have completed the full set of like he's yeah, the same guy, likable, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the straight guy where everybody else is funny. Yeah, and I'm going to finish this out with. Oh man, this is tough. You know what? Who's the oldest? Seth oh, Rogen. Murphy. Put it on there. Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Put right. it on there. That's a winning team. I also just not a fan of Seth. Seth Rogen and Will Ferrell to me the same thing. Like, give me ten minutes of them. And what are you talking about? The yeah. same thing. Look at your goddamn list. <laughs> My list is great, man. <laughs> <laughs> People are. Yeah, these are yeah. all funny. They're all I funny mean, people. Comedians I feel like I'm just going to take the best actor available here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Best actor? <laughs> or best comedic actor available? Yeah, BAA. Yeah. BCAA. BCAA. <laughs> uh, and take Jim Carrey. Uh, all right. All right. It's a throwback. I don't feel like you really mean that, but we don't know. Um, I just took Ace Ventura in our <laughs> behind did. the paywall draft. I'm not. Uh, I want to redraft. All right, my last one. I hate my pick. Comedic acting. And we've talked a lot about that Dumb and Dumber scene on this show a lot. So. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Steve Martin. Okay. Steve Martin. I, I can respect that Going pick. with Steve Martin. A little classic. Yeah, little classic I, I can respect here. that pick. Very Three Amigos, classic. one of my favorite movies growing up. Wow. Absolute favorite. <laughs> That's, uh, I've not watched it. I, <laughs> I've not watched Three Amigos in some time, but I... I Held up last time I watched it. It was like nine years ago. I can't think that it's going to... I, I got to feel like that would get... That, that movie would be canceled. To <laughs> be canceled today. That, that, is, that is big cancel fare. <laughs> the Three Amigos. <laughs> the, the three white guys walking around into sombreros. I don't know that... <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Well... Uh, that's our draft, huh? How do we do here? Let's see. Bill Murray, Will Ferrell, Tina Fey, Paul Rudd, Seth. Rogen. I thought I would definitely man. lose this draft. I think I might win it. Sasha Baron, Co Sasha Baron Cohen too early, man. That, that really, was, yeah. yeah, a little early. Yeah, I feel like he's early. so underrated, man. He's so underrated. I'll be honest. Bad Sasha Baron Cohen is, is like bad Adam Sandler. Like I'm really for myself. Bad. I wanted to take. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, shouldn't have taken Seth Rogen. <laughs> All right, we're going to put the poll out on Twitter, guys, as soon as the show is over. You guys can let us know. And then, of course, over time, we're going to keep this horrible draft going for five more rounds. We're already out of comedians. We're going to have to really dig deep. Somebody's going to take some comedians they really don't care for too much. Should have um, taken Dave Chappelle. Why didn't I take Dave Chappelle? I know Dave Chappelle, because he's not necessarily an actor. Like, okay. uh, what? He's got a couple movies I don't, that are pretty I don't funny. know if I can. I've he's seen the funniest a movie guy, and his show Chappelle. is the funniest, but. Yeah. The wide range, I don't know. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> don't forget, hit that like button on the way out. And I'll see everybody tomorrow. Right now at Hassle Cattle Company, DNVR listeners can buy three, get one free on those delicious flank steaks. 
Super delicious, super lean, really flavorful. They're also only $9.99 a piece, so really affordable as well. You can buy three of those for $9.99 and get one free at hasslecattlecompany.com with the code DNVRFLANK. DNVRFLANK. Make sure to take advantage of that. Use the code DNVRFLANK at hasslecattlecompany.com for that buy three, get one free deal on those flank steaks. You can also use code DNVR10 for 10% off your entire order at hasslecattlecompany.com as well.